Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Testing, testing. Hello. I cannot see you nor hear you. Can you see or hear me? Hello? You? Testing, testing. Hey, are you there, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you right now. I hear you, I hear oh. you really good. I, I don't see you, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on with that? How, how's that work? Uh, are you on your phone or what are you on right now? Yeah, I'm on my phone just like last time. Okay. Is it is your phone is your um are you on, you're on Zoom, right? So so there must be an option there where the video is. Press that. It's gonna give you an option to see the camera. All right, hold on a sec. Yeah. So you just muted yourself, but right next to that is one that's a camera one. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing the camera here. Yeah, it says your video is stopped. Are All you... right. Oh. oh. Okay. So like it said, yeah, your video. In that. Yeah, that's the audio one. You tap the audio one. So okay. Yeah, yeah, so... for sure. I'm just looking for the other options here because like it didn't go like this last time. No, and last time was perfect. Last time was perfect. Yes, I mean, it's, well, it sounds almost the same. The sound is good. So you just tap, you tapped mute by accident. I don't know. You, you can, you can unmute. You're good. Like press the mute button again. You're to unmute yourself and then try to maybe uh, get out of the meeting and then come back in again. That could work as well. So leave the meeting and come back. Yes, I see you. I see you, buddy. Yes, sir. Test out the audio because I can't hear the audio. I think you might have tapped somebody something to take the video off. Because I don't see you anymore. Yeah, I see you. I see you. Camera's good. Oh, camera disappeared again. Holy, okay. Okay, so are we good now? Are we all right now? Yes. I hear you. I see you. Okay, all right. So we're good now. We're good. I'm going to do a, a five-second count, and then we're good to go. And Okay. Uh, are you ready, my man? I guess so, yeah. I think I've got uh, what we're looking to do here. i got some notes on my side, so, I mean, maybe my eyes might, you know, might go off to the side once or twice. But, you know, I'm ready to go. All good, all good. So we're going to start this in five, 
four, three, two, one. Hey, hey, what's going on, people? Welcome to the big broadcast with your host, the most big step up, big baby J, with my guy, Ian Porter. Hey, man, the last football talk was viral. It went crazy. We got to right do up. this again, man. Come on now. Hey, hey, yeah, no, I thought we did some good stuff the first time, and uh, yeah, might as well uh, touch up and see what we did uh, compared to the first time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talking about last time, man, let's talk about some of the things we we kind of got right and maybe some things we got wrong. Okay, yeah, the yeah. most obvious one is the Jalen Hurts take. We we both disagreed that Jalen Hurts was going to have an amazing season, and yeah. obviously, like we saw yesterday, right? Three total touchdowns, two on the ground, yeah. one on uh, in the air. Um, man, is it is it too early to give him the, the the dark horse MVP vibe? What do you think, man? Let me know. Honestly, quite honestly, there was a point in uh, the third quarter um, last night where mm. I really felt like I was watching him at Oklahoma again. Like he yes. really looked that comfortable in the offense. So I mean, yes. I absolutely I think Jalen Hurts is looking really fantastic. And I mean, it's not like uh, AJ Brown even had a super super night. Mm. And uh, you, I mean, all the things that we talked about with Philly. Uh, with the running back by committee, a, a diverse oh, yeah. amount of uh, receivers, and Jalen Hurts making all that happen. I mean, my goodness, he really looked good last night. And like I said, he looked like he was back at Oklahoma. He looked really, really crazy. And you know what? I got to talk about this, though. We were wrong about TJ and Dak. I'm not saying TJ was not going to have – that was your prediction, though. I'm not saying that TJ <laughs> was not going to have a – Injuries will do that. <laughs> oh, injuries will do that. That's a fact, man. What do you, what do you think? Oh, As a Steelers fan, that must hurt, man. Even losing to the Patriots last week, that must hurt oh, too. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and the Steelers look like they're in trouble. I mean, my goodness. They, they just – it wasn't happening. Um, they had a good opening game and whatnot because TJ was working on that MVP level. There was no getting around it. I mean, that's uh, TJ Watt was looking so fantastic. And then here comes overtime, the first game, pec muscle. It changed everything. So Cameron yeah. Hayward is, you know, going to have to step up uh, into his place, but you can't replace TJ Watt. So, he looked like he was going just exactly the way I was talking about. And then he got injured. So what are you going to do? Right. Because I dissed Brady and said that he was going to get injured. So my guy got injured instead. So, I mean, that, that, that's how the universe works sometimes, dude. Don't talk about people. <laughs> the football gods are evil, man, because I, 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 right? I don't wish injuries on Brady. I do not like Brady, man. I am a right? Baltimore Ravens fan. I'm surprised we're even, doing this podcast because you're a Steelers <laughs> fan I'm a Ravens fan and we are team bro don't get me started about this week man respected the Ravens right oh, for the longest the time for the longest time in the two uh, 2010s and stuff the eights mm. nine ten like the Ravens and the Steelers like they made that division because the yes. Bengals and, and the Browns were so terrible um the fact that the Ravens and the Steelers could still like, you know, just twice a year, just right. like that's an amazing game. Amazing games. And man, let's, let's, let's just get this out of the way, man. These three <laughs> crazy comebacks that we had this week, man, let's right. talk about it. Miami. Now look, 
I'm not going to lie. I did not see Tua coming. I did not see it coming. I did mm. not see four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. 20, was it 21 points in the fourth quarter? Some some ridiculous yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think what? It, it was at least 21 points. I yeah. mean, it was just terrible. Um, I, I don't even know what to tell you about that. I mean, Tua is an Alabama quarterback. Yeah. He, he was always expected to do well, but he just hasn't. He's been like so many other quarterbacks that come into the NFL. They, they come in, they look like they're going to be fantastic. And uh, the NFL quarterback game is a different type of game, right? It yes. is specific. You either learn how to do it or you don't. And Tua wasn't exactly looking like it, but you can, you know, you can all we say with Miami that uh, you know they didn't have the best receivers and all that type of stuff I mean Miami is Miami right well now they got a pair of bookend receivers okay and they uh-huh. came out for real they showed out in that fourth quarter and I don't know whether it was because Tua was you know and, and Waddle and Tyreek Hill were doing so well or whether um you know Baltimore's D just sort of fell off right because <laughs> the thing like I, I was watching like listening to what some people had to say and whatnot if anybody ever talks about oh Lamar Jackson you've got to be kidding me Lamar oh, Jackson despite now. all of that had yeah. 120 yards running and 318 yards um passing Right. So if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson, they wouldn't have even got there. So I I think really what happened after that was just like, you know, the Baltimore D just sort of gave up at the same time that, you know, Tua's, you know, he's really starting to come into his own. Man, I'm telling you, you hit the nail on the button, fam. If (laughs) Lamar wasn't on this team, this would be a 50 burger, fam. Oh, geez. This would be it would a 50 burger. It would have been not even competitive because the way Miami's offense looks. Now, this is something underrated. Their running back is even pretty good, Raheem Mostert. And then their yeah. um their coach, uh, Mike McDaniels or something like that. He used to be a uh, work on the uh, offensive coordinating uh, with uh, Cal, uh, with Shanahan and the 49ers. Right. So he, they know how he knows how to run the ball. Right. And he knows. Yeah how to get the most out of maybe the most, not the most talented quarterback. Because Jimmy G is not the most talented guy. No, Tua no. is neither. Tua is not the most super talented, gifted guy. But, bruh, they made it happen. The blown coverage is my guy. The yeah. blown, you see Tyreek Hill with, like, 10 yards of separation from these guys. <laughs> Jalen Waddle, 10 yards. Like, what's going on, man? Like, this is the fastest dude in the NFL, and you're not doubling him? You don't have Mm -hmm. a safety over the top? Like, Mm -hmm. what? The the Buccaneers showed you how to defend this kid. You know, and and he's hard to defend. So, for me, as a Ravens fan, man, it just made me rethink, like, bro, like, this might be a side little side show, but, like, if you look at what Aaron Judge is doing right now in baseball, bro, you know, how he bet on himself. Lamar is doing the exact same thing. He's betting on himself. It is a dangerous game because, you know, his quarterback, he does run a lot, but he's mm-hmm. having an amazing season, and he needs to get some MVP votes early on because, bro, that Ravens offense is absolutely garbage without him. He's One. accounting for the most rushing yards, obviously the most passing. He's accounting for most all the touchdowns. It's, 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 it's crazy. How can one man do all these things? Really? 120 yards rushing. On top of 320 yards, okay, 
right? Like, what he had, maybe one interception. Okay, like it's, you're gonna get an interception. Oh, actually, he got no pick. He got no picks. He had no a fumble. Picks, right? So there you go. So, so what was his zone. his rating was probably like a hundred plus at least, right? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so I kind of feel like his defense let him down. Yes, and I didn't really see anybody um, on the defensive stats who was really killing it. So I kind of just have to say that Baltimore kind of like let it go on yeah. defense, unfortunately, um, because we certainly you know saw a one man wrecking show on on QB, right? Well, so and he had like yeah. four good receivers too. Right? Telling you, telling you. Like he you didn't know have what? a backfield, but he had some receivers, right? You don't get 318 yeah. yards of receiving. Like he had about four good ones going um, with no backfield, right? So I got to I got to ask you something, though. I got to get your opinion. What was the craziest comeback this weekend? Because I think the Arizona one might have been more nuts than Tua's comeback. What do you think yeah. of that I, Arizona I, I, Raiders game, man? Talk to me, bro. I still think the uh, the two hundred one is the bigger comeback, but the um, the Arizona one, um, I kind of just sort of see them uh, going against the Raiders. So you know, it's, it's going to be one of those crazy West Coast games. But um, I mean, let's face it, Arizona um, had what twenty two points unanswered between overtime and the fourth quarter. So that was certainly a very dominant quarterback or pardon me, comeback. Like that was a very dominant um, comeback right there. They, again, it's like, I don't know what happened to the Raiders because they were doing just fine. (laughs) They were were doing really good in the first half. And then all of a sudden, little Kyler Murray just skirts around backyard football, just juking everybody. And then he threw a dime at uh, AJ Brown to, 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 Mm -hmm. to get forced overtime. And I was like, bro, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, what am I watching right now? Yeah. Well, Kyler Murray, he's going to be great one day. Like he really is a fantastic skill set. So he's going to eventually get you everything you want. Um, Kind of like a Russell uh, Wilson kind of guy, but you know, next generation. Right. So he's going to be doing his own type of thing. He's not super huge, but you know, we all saw Flutie back in the day. We all know very well that certain quarterbacks, even though they're not necessarily huge, you know, can pull some stuff off. Yeah, man. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I absolutely look at that uh, right. Uh, you know, just like Arizona was doing well, they, you know, they had a good afternoon. Their, uh, you know, their offense started working, and you know, we all know uh, what the Raiders uh, can't do on defense. So it was just a matter of them clicking, right? So, yeah, I think it was. I, I think that was a, a very impressive comeback. Um, the, the one I find yeah. very interesting uh, for the one that didn't actually work out is that um, that Atlanta um, LA game. Game. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was really an interesting game. How did Atlanta stay in it? Like, what's up with the Rams? Everybody's because talking Mariota about the started Bengals. completing a couple of passes. <laughs> Everybody's talking about the, the 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 Bengals having a Super Bowl hangover, but the Rams are looking terrible because again, like they Cooper Cup was keeping them in the game, doing yeah. what he does, right? I think he had a hundred plus yards, yeah. but. You know, once uh, Stafford started throwing some picks, right, like that's when it started going wrong. Um, and, uh, you know, you got into the fourth quarter and, you know, they, they started uh, having interceptions. Um, you know, a, a couple other special teams maneuvers in there. Uh, it was a block punt, I think, at one block point. Punt. Was it, it was Lorenzo Carter, I think the guy's name was. Yeah. Um, took it into play. the end. Like, 
you know, you let them stay in the game long enough and you start throwing some picks and yeah, then you start playing sloppy. Um, I mean, you got to remember that LA came in as a wild card, right? You have to remember there, there was a historic uh, win when they yes. came in like that, you know, kind of like the 81, uh, you know, Raiders, you know, came in at 11 and five. Right. I think the Steelers um, in one of their uh, Super Bowls, I think maybe was it, I forget the uh, the year now, but the, you uh, know, one of Terry Bradshaw's like, one of Terry Bradshaw's uh, wins. They they came in as a wild card. I remember that. Well, no, I mean, I think actually Roethlisberger's first one. I think they might have come in at like eleven and five or something yes, like that. That too, that too. Yeah, yeah, I remember right. the, the mid late two thousands. Right. Yeah. So it's not for a long time. It wasn't really a regular thing when wild card teams actually made it through the ladder. No. So, yeah, you have to remember that that was a pretty historic uh, win last year uh, with L.A. They, they, you know, they weren't that dominant coming in. And so I'm sorry. Yeah, they, I think we, both them and Cincinnati look like they're having like hangovers in that way. Major um, hangovers. And think about yeah. it like this, man. Last year, Stafford led the league in interceptions. Him and Trevor Lawrence. 17 right? picks. 17 yeah. picks like yeah. in the middle of the season Stafford looked like a bum he was yeah. throwing to the other team and Atlanta had like barely like 200 yards uh, in passing I think I think it was under 200 yards passing but the thing was once in the second half Mariota started completing some passes to Drake London Dimes. like a rookie I think he's a rookie isn't he or yeah, a sophomore. He is. he's very good very, right. Very so good. he had a very good afternoon. And again, it's like his offense started to look like it was working. So, yeah. Yeah. So they didn't quite get it all finished, but um, they came back pretty great. By the way, Jalen Ramsey with that game winning interception. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was so he clutch. shut it down. Like, come <laughs> he shut on. it down. And Mariota was going to score. It was going to be over. And then yep. Jalen just ah, grabs that. I'm like, I was so happy for Jalen because last week he looked pathetic. He was getting well, burned by Stefan Diggs, but then it's Stefan Diggs, man. And, <laughs> and, and, and Mariota came back, right? He just yes. came back to the way he normally plays, which is, you know, a, a, <laughs> you so know, a big turnover, a big turnover. He just, he hasn't been that uh, efficient over the years, it's right? Like you, so you regress back to the means, right? And, and that yep. reminds me of the. Um, Actually, interesting. I want to get your take on this, which I think I want to get your opinion because I my I'm controversial. I'm a Ravens fan, so it's probably mm -hmm. gonna make sense. What do you think of that comeback by Joe Flacco, right? Versus <laughs> the goddamn Browns. That's Joe Flacco, though. Joe That's, Flacco. That, you should see my numbers from our Yahoo League about like where, where the fantasy players are ranked. Like it's yeah. just insane that you know after two weeks that Joe Flacco is. I mean, look what he did with um with, with that guy. Sorry, I, I I gotta check out his name here it's because Garrett Wilson, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the guy did just fantastic. Was it Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson, the receiver. He's a rookie. Two He's touchdowns. Fire. You know, it was. You know, he had. You know, what? What? At least a uh, hundred plus yards in receiving. So, yeah. you know, and, and you're expecting for what? With Corey something or other, who's also the Corey other Davis. Receiver. Corey Davis. Corey yeah. Davis, another great receiver. He had a good day too. Yeah, um. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised to see both New York teams uh, doing okay that way. Um. Um, 
you know, the Browns developing more offense than you would expect there too. I mean, they're not really efficient. They're not getting stuff done, but I mean, right. like, you know, you see a game like that, that 30, 31 uh, game with, uh, <laughs> with the Panthers. I think it is. Oh, that, that's shit. A, oh, like, yeah, man. All that offense, McCaffrey coming back in all that stuff. And yet they, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> Not, what is it with the Browns, man? Like something about, cause they were about to win that game, right? It was two minutes left. Right. You have yep. Nick Chubb goes in on the side, bro. He goes in for a touchdown, you know? And in hindsight, he should have probably slid so that they could burn more clock. But that gave elite Joe Flacco some time to throw a bomb to Corey <laughs> Davis. <Joe> Flacco. <laughs> I know it's a meme. I'm a Ravens fan. I'm always going to cheer for Flacco, bro. And then what's the meme, man? <laughs> elite Joe Flacco. <laughs> elite Joe. And then freaking he throws a dime to Garrett Wilson. By the way, Garrett Wilson, fantasy yep. Football gem. We're gonna talk about that later. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's he's, he's, he's on somebody. my list. Oh yeah, man. But threw a dime to Garrett Wilson with like yeah. twenty seconds left, and then Cleveland got the ball back, and uh, their their uh, Jacoby Brissett, their quarterback, yeah. was a pick at the end. Man, I'm not t- I'm not saying the Jets have a future with Joe Flacco, but. Man, he was playing better than Zach Wilson played last year. And it's like, wow, you know what I mean? 37-year-old mm-hmm. Joe Flacco outplaying the rookie or the second-year player. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, he always was a really, you know, just a solid, classic quarterback. So, yeah. I mean, at least he's always got that going for you, right? I have a, I have a question for you, man. Let's, let's, let's get into it, man. Think about the MVP odds. Now, look, it's super early to talk about it. I, obviously, yeah. my take is we 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 are in agreement. Jalen Hurts is looking crazy. Uh, we think Lamar is looking good. Who do you think is like maybe somebody you wouldn't expect that might be like bubbling up some MVP nods for you? You know, because it is a quarterback award. Let's be honest. But mm-hmm. who do you think is looking good to you so far in terms of MVP, my guy? Well, if it has to be um, another quarterback, um, you know, that gets, uh, that, you know, that gets a little tough because, you know, yes. I really, you know, Jalen Hurts really is sort of the, you know, the only sort of big MVP guy that I'm sort of seeing what's going on there. Mm. Um, if Tua keeps playing like that, obviously, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, they're going to talk to him like that. Kyler Murray is the guy I expect to be like that, but I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't really seen it um, like that yet. Um, yeah. And, and the running backs so far have been uh, unimpressive. They are, they have not uh, certainly as far as our league is concerned, as far as points are concerned, um, you should see the top 20 in fantasy, right? You don't see a running back until you get to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is actually doing really well in fantasy. What do you think about Josh Allen, by the way? Well, Josh Allen is another fantastic guy. I mean, if you're going to talk about, uh, you know, QBs that could possibly end up being, um, you know, MVPs, Josh Allen is the one you have to add uh, to Hertz and uh, Lamar Jackson because he's also – Lamar, I believe, is the number one producing uh, fantasy player. Yes. Um, Right? So, but Josh Allen's right behind him. Josh Allen right. had a monster game last night too. And <laughs> and and Jalen Hurts, uh, I think is four. Yeah. And Stefan Diggs is three. Oh right? yeah, that's sure that surprised the hell out of me. He's <laughs> what? the only player non-quarterback um you know with over 60 points. 
Wow. Well, you know yeah. what? He went for three touchdowns yesterday. Yeah, All right. Nuts so, like yeah, no, Stephon Diggs is rocking shit. So, you know, shit. and and look what, um, oh, my God, look what Darius Slayer did to Justin Jefferson last night. A motherfucker Crazy. killed my goddamn week. Killed my week. <laughs> yeah, you have Jefferson. You have Jefferson. I That's forgot. Right. All I needed was for uh, Jefferson to get, like, 10 or just 15 yards in that fourth quarter, even though they lost – but he had uh, uh, Slayer had him so shut down. Uh, Justin Jefferson just did not get anything done last night, yeah, and that's just crazy. Did you see right? the last pick that he had? The second pick that he had on uh, on prime time, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> bro. It was so athletic, but because because he Justin Jefferson, that was a that was a touchdown. And there he Slay oh, yeah. just oh, came yeah. to the it, side and just Slayer wow. just cut in front. Cut in. It. Yeah. Took his he lunch money, man. Right into the line and took it. He had two of them last night. Yes, he did. <laughs> crazy, crazy night of football. Crazy week of football. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, let me ask you something. What who are some fantasy football disappointments? And for me, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Yeah. In one of my yeah, leagues, I time. took him number one. Cause I was the number one pick. I, I got. I was. I was so happy because we did a raffle for number one. So I, one of my leagues, I yeah. got him number one. Bro, this man did nothing this week. The Colts did nothing this week. Oh, I was so pissed. They like eight points. They got shut out. like Jacksonville. Shit, man. One oh, of the yeah. biggest disappointments in fantasy for me right now. I'm so pissed, dog. I'm cheating. Well, I mean, Derrick Henry, of course, is uh, a similar type of thing. So just I think running backs in general are disappointing uh, to this point. Um, but, yeah, no, I grabbed a couple of big disappointments. Um well, I have a few on 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 teams and whatnot, but I I, I think the biggest one like uh, Najee Harris is another one too. They're disappointing, but I just think yeah. the the running backs in general they just are are really not producing at this point. Right now, it's mostly the quarterbacks. They're either running it uh, or passing it, and um, you know you're seeing the running backs by committee as well doing their stuff. But yeah, the big bell cow backs have not done their thing to this point but you know just yeah. like a game how they how they get going in the fourth quarter you know you're gonna see Derek uh, Henry and guys like that in the last you know after the 10th after the 10th or 11th 12th game you know you're gonna see them starting to get those 180 200 yard games where it's just yeah. insane because the defense it's like ruined it you know it, it takes a while sometimes before backs really get going uh but yeah i'm really not seeing any backs having um really outstanding games at this point so mm -hmm. those are my disappointments just you know the running backs in general right now i i fully agree with you the running backs by running back by committee style that everybody's doing now yeah, it's, ruined, it's, the it's ruined the whole <laughs> running back position but i will say this though if you have certain receivers right and this goes back yeah. to something that I want to talk about. Who are your fantasy football gems? And a gem for me is that guy at Detroit, Amon Ra, St. John or St. Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have him in one of my leagues. He went crazy this week versus yeah. the commanders. Yeah. They, a, they give him a lot of jet sweeps. They do, a, they do, they literally hand him off, hand him the ball from the slot position. You know what I mean? Quick screen passes. I think what they're a lot of offenses are doing is they're copying San Fran and having their uh, wide receiver play almost like a running back role. I think some yeah. Debo, Debo Samuels had maybe like 
10 carries this week and maybe two receptions. They're I was basically... about to mention, he's kind of like Debo in that way. Yeah, that's what they're doing with Amon Roth on Detroit. Mm-hmm. He is a big gem in fantasy for me. I think he's I think he's going to have an amazing season. Who who do you have as a gem or who's been surprisingly who surprised you so far in fantasy so far, man? Well, Detroit in general has looked fantastic on offense. Yes. Um their defense uh, needs to get things wrapped up a little bit. But um DeAndre Swift is the second uh, running back and he's doing it a lot with receiving um as well as running uh, he's a bit of a scat back kind of guy he's not like a big tall eric dickerson prototype kind of guy like you see in Najee harris right mm-hmm. so deandre swift is out there scatting it around out there and so i'm very pleased with him i did not expect to uh, see him come up like that mm-hmm. so that you know that that's that's pretty impressive right there um Wondering about some of the uh, other ones that I see too. Um, it's mostly wide receivers and quarterbacks. It, you no. know, just sort of looking through my top ten here. The top ten of fantasy um, of guys right now. It's a six-four split between quarterbacks and four wide receivers. Oh, right. Okay. And so, yeah, in the second twenty, right, you're mostly looking again. Uh, like I said, you've got uh, Swift, Barkley which is a a real, I mean, we expected Barkley to come back the way he did and he's done it. Uh, Barkley's looking actually really, really good. Um, And the other one that we talked about in green Bay is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is looking fantastic. He's got um, him and Dylan had almost 200 yards in rushing. Um, Now Dylan didn't get much receiving yards, but Aaron Jones got almost 40 on top of, you know, like 132 rushing yards, right? So, yeah, Aaron Jones is doing exactly what I thought he was going to do in um, a tweet-down offense where uh, um, Rodgers is not throwing for, you know, 300 to 400 yards a game and all that type of stuff, just like we talked about. Yeah. Uh, his receivers have looked kind of uh, iffy. Um, so Aaron Jones and Dylan have absolutely kept uh, him in there. And yeah, so Jones to me is definitely, I think he's ranked 20th overall um, in fantasy, but Jones is looking like he's ready to go off on any weekend uh, between receiving and running. You're absolutely right. I I have uh, AJ Dillon in one of my leagues and he is doing work. And and you know, you're right though. We did talk about this actually on the previous podcast about the, the, the Green Bay needing to do something because they don't have obviously top flight receivers Aaron Rodgers can't be doing yeah. everything by himself all the time. So, That's right. Honestly, yeah. no. the running backs are taking a big amount of the workload. And on top of that, the Green Bay defense. I'm not playing when I say that. If you, yeah. It's going to sound fucked up, but follow me. If you take the ball out of Rodgers' hands and hand it off to these running backs, they have like a, a thunder and lightning type of combo. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They can go far in the playoffs, man. Because Rodgers is not clutch. But if you hand nope. it off to a to Dylan or Jones or get, give him a screen pass, these guys are insane. It's a thunder and lightning combo. And I don't yeah. remember a running back combo like this in a long time. I don't even think it, I don't in know, Green it's crazy. Bay, especially in Green Bay, yeah. too. Yeah, you don't see that. Yeah, because you really, really see um what the difference has been with Devontae Adams out of there. Oh, you yeah, really see. You really see, and and you see what he's doing um in, in Oakland. I mean, the, he's the, just... the Bears almost came back, which is crazy to think about. The right? the Chicago Bears, which is a trash team, a trash mm-hmm. 
fr- okay, maybe not a trash franchise. I like their history, but yeah, they almost came back. Yeah, against the yeah. Packers, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and it was the running game that kept the uh, the Packers, uh, you know, uh, uh, w- you know, with that breathing room. Oh yeah. Of course. That, you know they kept them in the game, so yeah, those are uh, those are what I'm looking at. Those are those are probably my best jams is uh, the Green Bay uh, running um, running back uh, by committee, and uh, and and DeAndre Swift looks really good too. I love that. I love that. Now, now let's talk about just overall football in general. We're gonna close out this pod with just two things right. I want to touch up on. Which are the three? Because we talked about some great teams, some teams that are doing really well. Obviously, the Packers. We talked about. Surprisingly, how good the Giants are doing. We talked about the Eagles. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are three disappointing teams for you right now? And now I'll go for me personally. I think the mm-hmm. Bengals, super disappointing. Because you have one job. Protect <laughs> they, they your franchise. <laughs> protect your franchise quarterback. And he's getting, I think he has something like 30, no, not maybe like 20 or something hits, hits or in the past five games, like 30 last, sacks. That was the problem last year. That was the problem last year. Yep. And then, you know, so I have, for sure, I have the Bengals, one of the most disappointing teams. The Rams, as we discussed before, very disappointing. And yep. this might surprise y'all, but I'm going to say it right now, Tampa Bay is disappointing. Especially really? that, yes, the defense is crazy, so I'll give it that. But the offense, specifically Tom Brady, that offense is so garbage. They've he been built yesterday. So bad, but what are your disappointing teams? Defense well, crazy, yeah, so. that that Tampa Bay um, offense uh, is not particularly great. Uh, Fournette looks uh, kind of weak too. Uh, but do you realize that the Tampa Bay defense in our league is the twenty first most productive uh, player? No, <laughs> are you for real? Out, so they got twenty six points yesterday. Stop. Right? Well, actually, I believe that. That's crazy. It sounds pick six. You know, turnovers. They're, up actually, they're <laughs> actually the 21st ranked player outside of our top 20. Who has it? Do you league. have them? So, you who has them? Do you have them? I do have them, and I have because oh, I've been waiting for them to get better, and they're actually already going off. So, smart man, yeah, yeah, smart and man. uh, yeah, yeah, no, they absolutely look fantastic against um New Orleans yesterday, very yeah. productive defense, right? Very so, and New, New Orleans, uh, New Orleans is, is, is very disappointing right now. Um, Jameis Winston is just doing exactly what we were afraid that he, you know, might do, and that's just like. <laughs> You know, his head is exploding. He's, he's, he's throwing picks left and right. He's fumbling. He just he just doesn't look good at all. Right. So, unfortunately, that's uh, New Orleans right now because uh, Thomas looked okay. And there's a oh. rookie, I think, too. Ovalde, I think his name is. Chris Ovalde. I, I, I had him in one of my leagues. But, you know, remember at the end of the game where he, he dropped that nice. Yeah, he fumbled. But, you know, he would have been over 100 yards if he caught that pass. Yes. He actually would have, yeah. He fumbled it. It was an actual fumble. You know, it wasn't even down by contact or any of that. Like, that was bad that he dropped that. That was bad. He needed to catch um, to keep that. And it didn't work out for him. But he looked like he was doing okay as a, as a rookie. That was impressive, actually. He was going uh, yeah. great there for a while. 
Um, so that teams? was any other that was really players? that was really oh. unfortunate um, yeah. with New Orleans. But I also had um, the Panthers. Like I said, I thought were disappointing. I really thought that the um, the Carolina Panthers were going to do better this year. I thought uh, Baker Mayfield would do better. I mean, but they produced you know thirty points, and you know they just they lost. But um, I, I think they've got uh, decent receivers over there as well too. Right. DJ Moore is, uh, you know, is certainly a decent receiver. Um, and McCaffrey is just, of course, if, you know, a fantastic fantasy player. Right? You know, so he had over uh, 100 yards and I think a 25 or 30 receiving. Right. So yeah. not as great as day, but it's still a pretty decent day. So I, I thought they might um, have at least one win by now. Um, so, yeah. And. Also, I guess, uh, you know, Denver, Denver, uh, I expected Russell Wilson. Uh, oh, we nice. talked about him being more like Peyton and he's not, he's looking like every other quarterback in Denver over the last 10 years. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> which is unfortunate. And he got like zero rushing yards. So I'm oh. not sure that Russell is exactly fully back. We, we, um, we, 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 that's one of the few things we were wrong about. Cause our predictions were actually prophetic at the last podcast, but yeah. we were, we were dead wrong about um about wilson and i'm very yeah shocked because he looks better he does than this. not he look looks, good no do, do you think maybe it's the coaching I, I i don't know what do you think maybe he's not gelling well with it. what do you think man well i think it's uh early to say because yeah. he's certainly working well with Portland Sutland, uh, like we uh, suggested. Uh, but Judy dropped uh, a couple. And, yeah. uh, you know, they don't have a dominant running back at this point, right? Melvin Gordon's been okay, but they don't have they don't have anybody who is, you know, giving them that long stretch downfield because the running game's so dominant, right? This is kind of what we were expecting in between him running Right. Like, like, like Lamar run, uh, not Lamar, but uh, Russell uh, running like Lamar, that type of aspect to the game. So instead of giving him, you know, 50 yards rushing and, you know, the threat of 300 uh, passing, Russell Wilson has done nothing like it. It's been 200 and nothing. It's you're you're a hundred percent right, man. And and the the way it looks like, remember when he was killing with the Seahawks, dominant defense and an amazing hall of borderline hall of fame running back. Yeah, it's not happening at Denver. And yep. um, I think, you know, I got to blame a little bit of the coaching, but also I'll say this, it, let's give it some time, you know, week by week basis. And, uh, you know, we're a little pressed on time, but I'm so thankful for you pulling it right, right. I really appreciate this podcast. We got to run this back again, man. I don't know well, how you feel. I love these talks. <laughs> let me tell you real quick. Two weeks is too early. Usually four weeks is when I start to say that's yeah. when you can start saying trends are coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an interesting thing at this point. The only way you can really sort of like look at it uh, at this point is simply like, you know, points for points against. Yes. Um, and if you look closely at the best points differential right now, um, bills are like plus 55, <laughs> right? But Oh, Chiefs sure. are plus 26. Uh, Jags are actually plus 18 because of that shutout. Um, but <laughs> Dolphins, uh, Dolphins are plus 17. Um, oh, you know, good. and those are your two and O teams, right? Mm. And over in the NFC, right, you got the Bucks are plus 26, Eagles are plus 20, and the 49ers are plus 11. The only teams of any significance, right? right. And two and O, two and O, and one and one. So. At this point, this uh, soon in the season, that's the only real way I can say for the time being, you can tell, you know, who's coming along and who isn't. Just simple point differential at this point. 
Love it, love it, man. Great chopping it up. Episode 29, man. Big Baby J, the big broadcast with Ian, Football Talks, and we out. Peace. All right. One love, brother. Bye-bye. One love, fam. One. All right.